guys what's up <laughs> this is alex and of course uh mike ladies and gentlemen yes we are here today to do something new because we're a bunch of horror nerds and we love fucking horror right uh you, fucking whores like, <laughs> yeah I'm, we I'm love okay, fucking okay whores <laughs> anyway on our next pro- talk about christianity uh, uh, <laughs> uh no yeah so we're trying to start something new we're big horror fans mike and i just kind of like he hit me up and said, "Hey, man, let's let's do something." Yeah, you know, like really, like uh, I have this insane background in horror and in film, and uh, I watched a movie the other day or whatever, and uh, I just spent like an hour walking around my house, like just pissed off how bad it was. <laughs> and like the first person who came to my mind was Alex, because I know he knows his shit when it comes oh, yeah. to fucking horror, man. And I had no—I mean, I knew that you were into horror yeah. movies, but I had no idea, like, you know, how how much you were I, into I'm horror fucking, movies. It, it, I'm so hardcore into it, it's not even funny. And I'm sure a lot of you guys who are listening, or a lot of not people listening, uh, <laughs> you probably know that when you meet somebody that has a lot of movies, it's kind of like a bromance in a way. You know what I mean? You, <laughs> yeah, dude. You latch to them. It doesn't matter if they're female, male, it doesn't matter. It's it's a, it's a, some sort of like horror romance. But anyway, so I guess we don't really even have a title right now, so we'll... Uh, yeah, it's pretty new. Well, I'd say this, uh, being that it's a brand new show, we don't really know what we're doing. We're just going to kind of get our feet wet and whatnot. Right. Uh, go ahead and, uh, so what made you get into horror to begin with? What's your background? I mean, not only your background in horror, but your background, because I know you're in a band. I'm in a band as well. Okay. Give us some of your background. Well, currently, <laughs> I'm an artist, I guess you would call it, for music. I've uh, been in a band for about five years, but I've been doing music and singing and shit my entire life. Even since I was like five years old, I think I was in like choir or something. You know what I mean? choir. You know what else I did too when I was a kid? What? I tap danced. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, I did it for like five years. But That's awesome. <laughs> you though. might want to omit that, but now let's go ahead. So what have you done with your tap dancing career? Uh, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, but I never left the stage. So you heard though, that, man. You heard that here first, kids. Give up. <laughs> but no, go ahead. Go ahead. That's all good. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, my parents are like huge or my my dad and my brother have been into music like their whole lives that's cool man and uh my dad's been in numerous bands he was in a band called uh oh my god (laughs) what a great son i am (laughs) uh he was in a band called the morticians oh really? which was literally probably one of the first goth naming sounding bands it's pretty hardcore dude they were they were more of a cover band although i think they did have some originals and i have a picture i'll i'll put it up in a link or whatever we do if wow. you guys want to see it but it's interesting uh they look like goth beetles 
Huh. Like basically, That's but cool, uh, but my dad was a singer and bass player, and he used to be in bands. My brother's also in bands. Growing up, he did a lot of uh, blues back in the day. Actually. Oh, right on, right on. And he even moved to Texas to become a blues musician. So I've been around that. He plays piano as well, but um, but I've been around that my whole life. And uh, my parents were like, noticed that I like to sing a lot, put me in music and shit. And you know, years later, you know, I, well, actually I did alto sax in high school oh, that's cool um i, played I was that really trombone. into jazz like for a real little trombone, while there not rusty trombone what's that <laughs> i said i played trombone but like real trombone not rusty oh trombone. yeah no no <laughs> <laughs> yeah my jaw hurts um no uh, <laughs> but uh yeah man i i just i guess like after being in band and jazz band and all that shit i just wanted to continue on I, and i dropped out of band like band because i felt like really geeky i guess oh man you know and i and i also started uh becoming um friendly with uh life utensils uh <laughs> probably getting high <laughs> so then i started playing guitar and everything and then uh, right on. fast forward to today i pretty much have been in a band called black ops right working on. on some side projects nice. i've even done hip-hop and i'm working on a new synth wave project but yeah. i didn't know you did hip-hop that's badass yeah dude. I, I was that's actually cool. doing it for I, I can't say for who but because I, I, as a side note, I've always wanted to do. Uh, I don't listen to a lot of like rap, but I do listen to some like old school hardcore stuff. Okay, yeah, like, me too. Like Ghetto Boys and stuff. Sure. And I would, I always wanted to do like a hip hop project, dude. You know, it's funny because me and Bender, who is in Black Ops, if you yeah. guys don't know, uh, he and I wanted to do a rap project, and then I got. One of my buddies who I played video games with literally for like seven years <laughs> happens to be friends with this pretty well-known band that kind of disappeared in the 90s and was huge. And they, they asked me to do music, and I was like, fuck yeah, I'll do oh, it. Oh, dude, that's badass. But Bender didn't want to do it, so I hooked up with Mike Jenny, who you guys may or may not know from Alter Du Who Alter is incredibly Durant. fucking cool. So what about you? Oh, um, What is your background, and well, what do you do? First of all, I'm gonna, I have a bottle of Jack Daniels. I'm going to have oh, some right now. And hand that over when you're done. Um, I'll drink right out of the bottle because that's the kind of person I am. <laughs> Dude, that's what I do. Yeah, it's like we're kissing. Anyways, uh, as far as my background, like uh, I could go really – well, first of all, I'm in a band as well. Right, of course. Um, I'm in and Hardwire. which band are you in? Uh, I'm in a band called Hardwire. Huh. Uh, it's industrial metal. I play guitar. I do vocals. I um, My guitar style, I guess you could say, is like uh, a little bit of ministry, a little bit of Megadeth. Um, I've stole everything from Gunter Schultz. <laughs> nice. And uh, my vocals are very similar to uh, Max Calera from, uh, I think so. Yeah. From, it's uh, kind of guttural a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But um, as far as horror background, man. like Oh, I, shit, I, I should, probably should have done that. But, you know. Oh, you mean what, your, your background, your horror background? Yeah, well, I meant, I, I didn't know what we were doing exactly. Oh, no. Oh. So I didn't know if I should go into horror or not. No, you you should go. Dude, tell me your background. No, no. <laughs> Well, the show about me, uh, now, I, as far as horror and my background then, since I'll do this and we'll get that out of the way and we'll work, m move on to you, I, I probably went way too much into the music thing, but I'm no, obsessed with it. And well, it. It's important, dude. And it plays a part in why I do music and horror as well. So, But I guess with horror, I you know, my dad had, he was one of the only parents that I knew that had a massive collection of movies. And he also had a lot of horror movies. We are also one of the first people that had video cameras. Like wow, dude! Like wow. A, nobody I knew had a video camera. I mean, my small suburban little life. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. He used to have a lot of horror movies, and he would watch them, and they would let me watch these things. And they would say, you know, if you're scared, just turn away. You know, and of course, I would turn away, hesitantly watching it through the reflection of the fireplace. 
cascading from the TV, and I got into that. And then, uh, you know, I'd always been obsessed with that because it scared the fucking piss out of me. Oh, yeah, dude. I had night terrors, bad dreams, like left and right, sleepwalking. No, keep going, but I'm going to get into that, too, because I had had some bad issues, too. Yeah, dude, that... I mean, I don't know if it was because of the horror movies, you wow. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I just had an overactive imagination, and so I, my mind was always running 15 billion miles an hour. But, uh, yeah, years later, I moved down to Florida and met some people who were into some really underground horror movies. Oh, cool, man. Uh, and they invited me over, and we watched uh, City of the Living Dead. Oh, dude. One of the first uh, Italian horror movies that I had experienced. And I was, I Is mean, that I'm older. I don't remember. Which one? Is that Fulci? I don't know. Yeah, it's Fulci. Okay. It's one of the three zombie horror movies, whatever you want to call it. He's done many, but those yeah. are the tr- the th- three. But I watched that movie, and, you know, I t- they took it so seriously, and I, like, got so into it. I'd never seen anything like that. Dude. And I was so blown away by that. I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I was like, this is gory, <laughs> scary, serious, and fucked up. And that's what got me going. And ever since then... I've been involved in horror and 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 so many different ways I can. So, dude, that's uh, it's pretty awesome. At, at least for me, like uh, when I think about it, and it's weird. Like, and I, it, not to get like super personal and super weird, no, but I, I had an issue with uh, not only say issue, but um, uh, I actually went to therapy when I was a kid. Okay, yeah, because what I was do you do? so scared of shit. Right, like uh, I was literally like an Elm Street kid. That's like, awesome. I, I didn't. Wanna... I mean, it's kind of cool though. I know. Like, well, I mean, I mean it, like, it, it feels cool to me because I kind of did shit like that too. Because like, my I, family life was kind of crazy. <laughs> I didn't want to go to sleep because I would have uh, uh, night, like I said, night terrors. Right. And um, I would wake up middle of the night and have I would have f- fucking crazy ass nightmares and nice. I did not oh. want to go to sleep and I it was nuts, man. I keep but, saying nice. I'm sorry. No, sorry, dude. <laughs> yeah. So you had really bad problems. <laughs> Oh, like, sweet. Cool. Awesome. Thank you, dude. I appreciate it. <laughs> but, but what I mean is like, uh, uh, but but what it did was though, it's the whole process of like, um, it it all this shit really bothered me. But I started to study it, and by studying it, I learned to not not fear it. You know, you and master it. it. Yeah, you got it. And uh, I really got into horror big time because of that. Right. You know, and um, I I didn't I haven't talked about it yet, but like I've done a lot of ghost hunting and stuff. Sure. Yeah. Ghosts scared the shit out of me, but yeah. because of the horror and the the fear I felt as a child, uh, it led me in that direction. So so now I have like this. I, I don't know. I'm not scared of anything anymore, I guess you could say, which is, well, I'm scared of some stuff. Sure, I was going <laughs> to say, I hope so. Cause <laughs> well, like, a little bit, maybe. If you lose that fear, then there's no edge. you got to have that edge a little. Just in general, films don't scare me. Right. The only thing I've ever watched recently that scared me, and I may have mentioned this, okay. was the uh, the Ghost Adventures episode where they went to Ireland. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, that old house, a two-story fucking mansion. Yeah, where he's following it, and he's following the voice, and the door closes. I remember that, and that yeah. shit scares me. But movies themselves, I mean, outside of uh, um, The Woman in Black, because that's pretty creepy. Okay. But, yeah, you've mentioned that a couple of times to me yeah, recently. Yeah. I'm going to have but, to watch it again. But but gore doesn't bother me. Gore, you know, gore yeah. is, it's, it's fun. I, and I don't want to say fun, because gore isn't fun, but, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I like, uh, not to, like, already get into the horror stuff, but uh, a Serbian film. Oh, yeah. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I literally it is like probably that. one of the best comedies I've ever seen. <laughs> like Laura was all like trying not to like vomit, and I'm like laughing my ass off. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> you know, and it's so funny because I like I know that a lot of people consider that one of the worst pieces of cinema. But it's, it's honestly, I think dude. it's kind of up there. Cinema, 
like cinematography, director of photography, yeah, whatever yeah, you want to yeah. call it. It is one of the most well-shot horror movies it is I've phenom- ever seen. No, it, dude, it's, it, it looks phenomenal, man. The acting is good. Everything cool is about it. The soundtrack is good. Yeah. it's And it, is it really a horror movie? I mean, I guess it's it, horror in the sense that it doesn't... Sh- it, well, yeah, I guess it's horror. But It's for, almost like a thriller, like, gone bad. For, for me, it, it, it crossed this line of absurdity. Right. And it crossed it so far that it, it wound up in this area of satire for right. me. Right. So that's why I thought it was funny. It, it is a little absurd. Uh, yeah. And, and, and to, to let you guys know, if you haven't read it, and I can't think of the director's name off the top of my head, and I apologize for that. Pro- we probably should have been a little more prepared, but whatever. <laughs> We're off good. the cuff today. Um, <laughs> the director said that it was a, basically a allegory or a story about the economy in Serbia. Yeah, I read that too somewhere. The government versus the yeah. people. Which is the most mind fucking whatever I've ever heard, but in some, you know he's an artist, so you know maybe that's how he feels. I, so. I don't. I just I liked it. I mean, it's uh, of all the modern uh, horror films I've seen outside of the classics like you know Chainsaw and Last House and stuff. It's one of the only ones in recent memory that actually like evoked any kind of emotion from me. Right. Well, so 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 you're saying that Serbian film kind of pushed you over the top into horror well, it, uh, uh, or that it doesn't bother you because of that the fear it, it's one of the few films that actually like went into areas that i wasn't expecting to go into right so i actually stood you know stood up clapped my hands and i'm like yeah i can't believe this is actually happening on film <laughs> because so many films don't do that because they're so fucking you know scared to go in that area and uh like i i, I, I don't know man it's film it's not real i know but you're, you're right that's what i don't understand I when people get so offended and upset about that shit it's not real if it was real yeah be shocked be upset you know we're we're, <laughs> we're, we're synthetically experiencing something yep you are correct it doesn't mean that just because you watch it you're some sick twisted fuck it just well, means that you're you know like any human being that is has some sort of uh fear or whatever well it's 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 important. I mean, horror is important. I mean, it's uh, it's right on a roller coaster. You know, yeah. it's jumping it's jumping out of air, air out of an airplane with a you know a it's parachute. It's kind of thrill seeking. Well, it is, but it's like it, you need to experience this kind of stuff to some degree. Right. Um, it's part of the human condition. I mean, just experiencing it. I mean, I don't have any desire to kill anyone, mm-hmm. but I would love to live vicariously through, oh, through sure. someone else killing someone just so I don't have to fucking die. Right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, as long I as mean, it's fake. Oh, no, you're right. <laughs> because, yeah, as long as it's fake. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think uh, I had a um, guy who was once a rabbi ask me, and he was still a very spiritual, uh, religious kind of person, and he, he's like, I was telling him how much I loved horror movies, and he was like, why do you think that is? And it's kind of like what you said. Yeah. I was like, well, I guess I was always scared as a kid. Yeah. And it fascinated me that I was scared. There was like this, is there really this dark veil that we don't know yeah, about yeah. and what is our imagination pushing us past that point or what is it you know and it, it's, there was times in my life where i pushed myself to a point where i would be so scared out of my mind that i had to fight it to yeah. try to be yeah. overpower it because it was scary man i know dude so and i can't even imagine with ghosts and shit like that that is one of the only things that really gets under my skin. ghosts yeah, it's like I always feel like there's something behind me. And and that's where I think I'm going way off off the fucking course here, but <laughs> I'm okay, just off, we're off it's the okay. cuff people. <laughs> um I feel like when horror movies show the monster too early, they blow or the, reveal it, 
they they take the fear element away because immediately you size up the creature the the thing that's scaring you you size it up to be able to kill it to get away from it to whatever and a lot of horror movies really miss that they think oh i'll just throw some gore in or i'll just throw you know this weird tense moment and or jump scares or something like that but when you don't know what's there your imagination is far scarier than anything no, that you could are, ever be put dude, on Dude, you are a thousand percent correct. I mean, because it's always personal. Like that scare, that fear is is very personal. No, and not only are you technically correct, but like uh, uh, talking about uh, Paul Verhoeven's. Um, oh, he did RoboCop. When he did RoboCop, um, he wanted to show people RoboCop. Right. You know, but it was so absurd. You know, this dude who's like a robot cop, and he thought people would think it was stupid. Right. So there's a whole sequence where they show RoboCop in pieces walking through the scene. You don't quite see him all the way. You see him in pieces. Okay. Because he wanted to introduce him slowly. Slowly, yeah. You know, to make it more tangible and Mysterious, realistic. Mysterious, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of drunk. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so, I mean, I think that's probably the root of a lot of people who are interested wow. in horror. But I've met some people who are in horror and they're like. I don't. I don't know. They. I don't know if they're either pretending that they've not been afraid. But I all feel like we're all fear junkies at this point, and we just want to be. We want to get that edge again. It's like getting high the very first well, it, time. It, 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 there is, man. I mean, I think. Uh, I think it hits some sort of uh, something in your brain when you get scared. Some sort of uh, adrenaline. This is a, yeah, adrenaline. Junkie, you know, and it. Because uh, it does. I like being. A, I like being scared. Sure. I don't want to be in a situation, but I like feeling like it. <laughs> Makes yeah. me feel alive. No, you're right, dude. It's a whole. I would have a good uh, analogy, but I don't. But you are on, you are on the ball with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're pretty close to. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, guys, we're we're, we're still kind of working out a, a format. We'll probably go over some news and things like that. Um, watch some stuff that we can see. We both watch and yeah. like have conversations about it. New, old, could be seventies, eighties. I mean, you name it. I know. What's some of the things you want to talk about? Just generally I don't know. speaking. I mean, I guess we we could just kind of keep it simple for the first time and just kind of go over like some of our memories of what scared us or what has pushed us in different directions in life, uh, career-wise or yeah, just yeah, yeah. hobby-wise or whatever. Um, personally, me, I've always, every time I've watched a movie or I, I started writing music and I kept thinking to myself, everything that I write is like the soundtrack to a movie. whether it's been made or not that's cool and i always every time i write music i think of where i would be in that story or what the story would be almost like a music video yeah and that's been a huge thing of why i started writing music in the first place is because i would always remember the music in a movie which i think a lot of people don't really are starting to learn to remember that is very important now yeah especially with a lot of these throwback 80s style sort of uh synth wavy thing that's kind of becoming popular yeah um but yeah I, I i don't know horror is always i've always that soundtrack that score that in the background with like slow moving cameras and stuff i don't know that really gets under my skin a little bit no that's cool man i think for me like uh i don't know i just <clears throat> I well you're know. into music too so i mean well yeah yeah i am as well and uh uh, I've I've actually scored some some horror films. There you go. Yeah, you've and, done more uh, than me on that. It's cool. It's um. I don't know. I just I just like horror. I like exploring the darker side of uh, the mind of life. I mean, and and not just humanity, but like um, 
like I was talking to you earlier. Like I'm, I I don't I don't necessarily believe in it, but I study magic. Sure. Like a uh, uh, left hand or black or um, sigil magic because okay. it's fascinating. Uh, I don't like I said I don't believe in it, but it's fascinating. Right. Just which we can have an episode on that. Well, yeah, sure. And uh, the uh, another episode I want to do maybe we can do next if we just do another one. Okay. But, uh, um, <clears throat> I have a handful of ideas for new projects I'm thinking about writing. Okay. Um, and I could use feedback. Oh, hey. Yeah. Because. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I've 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 a few that I I was I was starting to gestate or whatever or like get on the burner, and I put them aside because of some other stuff, but I want to bring them back and I need feedback on what I can do with them. It's weird. Like I know that I should probably have written a lot of this stuff down, but I've repeated them in my head so yeah. many times that I've basically locked it away in my brain. Oh man, because it's always changing, it's always shifting. I yeah, have written yeah. some screenplays, but you've even sent me one which I haven't even gotten. Oh, it's all good. I mean, that's. I uh, haven't gotten started on it. <laughs> Sorry, dude. If you guys don't know, Mike has actually written a lot of screenplays. Yeah. And they're very detailed, and uh, I haven't really gotten to read it yet. Um, but he's really good at like getting all that out. He's worked for some, some things, a lot of things towards movies that I wish I could have. So. We're both yeah. kind of in the same. We can thing. have fun, fun conversations about that. Yeah. <laughs> Which we probably have. It's. I, I always felt like. Um, it's like I wanted to write music for movies and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I always know that I, from what I've heard is a lot of people have like some pretty crazy deadlines. They're like, hey, here you go. Unless you're like some big known person. Oh, man. They don't give you much time. They're like, here's two weeks. Go ahead and finish the movie. No, you're right. And it's like, fuck. I, I, I've run, yeah, I write songs in like two to five months. You know what I mean? No, you're right. Because I think the guys in the uh, offices and the upper floors with the uh, with the windows and stuff, I don't think right. they understand the creative process. Creative process, yeah. yeah. So they put a little tight neck. Yeah. Because yeah. they, they don't really care. They don't really take into well, account Yeah, they just they don't understand because uh, all they care about is the bottom line. Right. You know. Which brings me to a point about remakes. That's something we could talk about. Uh, yeah, remakes, I feel, is the same way. It's like they don't realize that these are pieces of art Yeah. that successfully were made by hundreds of people sometimes, or just ten people. I know. And those ideas are so artistic, and they strike such a chord with whoever watches them, they become cult followings, and so people want to create a remake for it. Mostly the executives, obviously, in yeah. my opinion, would be yeah. to just squeeze every dollar they can yep. out of someone's nostalgia. Yep. They just no. want to choke fuck yep. the shit out of <laughs> someone's nostalgic you know, background so that they can just cash in on some easy money. What do you think about remakes? It's tough because uh, a lot of remakes, I'm... Well, let me say this. It's a hot topic, I know. Oh, no, I know. Um, it could go either way. I, I'm... I'm not against them. Like uh, like I was mentioning earlier, like John Carpenter's The Thing was technically a remake. Technically, yeah. Uh, and it's fantastic. It's, and, yeah, one of my top favorite movies. Oh, it's fucking yeah. phenomenal, man. And not only um, the, the Evil Dead remake, which wasn't bad in any way, shape, or form. I will say this about the Evil Dead, and I'll, I'll keep it short okay. and sweet. Okay. Because we should do an, e an episode on oh, remakes. Oh, we will. But I will make a very <laughs> short point about this. Okay. The original Evil Dead to me had so much memory and fear and just my mind went to some other way that seeing the new one, I felt like it was too localized to the flesh. Huh. Versus the original huh. Evil Dead where I felt like evil could come from anywhere. 
Huh. When they localized it to someone like uh, like you're infected because you got touched okay. by this evil, yeah. it took away that fear that scares me. Huh. So maybe it did well, because it did have some pretty graphic shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, It was pretty gory. Yeah. But I feel like the essence of Evil Dead is that it's everywhere. <clears> hmm. <throat> That's, I'll, I'll check, like I said, I'll just keep that short. I would go with the uh, Rob Zombie's uh, Halloween wasn't, wasn't bad. Um, I can't think of anything beyond that, really. Because mo- most, most remakes are just the studios milking the nostalgia and stuff. Um, sometimes they do nail it, but not... Well, well let me say this. <clears throat> I'll give this something now. Grand, I'm, like, I'm totally drunk right now. <laughs> but, uh, this I, is where I, the truth comes I, out, people. <laughs> I saw this thing on Reddit the other day where somebody was talking about remakes. And they said, uh, why the fuck don't studios, you know, why, why remake good movies? They should probably be remaking shitty movies. I, I think that's a good, I think that's a good uh, rule to stand by for the most part. Although, I mean, for me, some of my, the, the top three that I can think of for remakes would be The Thing. Yeah. Which a lot of people argue is not. Technically, well, it, a yeah. remake. It's still if you fun. want to get super nerdy about okay. it, but okay. honestly, okay. that was what it was inspired from. Is some book that was based off of the original movie, anyway, or the movie was based off anyway. The uh, thing from another planet. I'm referring. So the thing, the Blob, 1988. Oh, dude, you're right. I didn't probably think about that. one of the it best fucking remakes phenomenal, I've ever seen. dude. I didn't fucking think about that. That's probably in my top five or ten. It is fucking great, man. Um. Another movie that I feel is probably a really good remake is Dawn of the Dead. Oh, dude, that is fucking great, yeah, man. Yeah, like that, I don't know why, but that could have been fucked up really bad. Oh, I know, dude. And they did a good job they of did, it. The, the fucking opening fucking handful of minutes. Yeah, uh, it's, it, so it's the 10 minutes. Oh, was like, dude, I remember they, they aired the first oh, 10 dude. minutes live. And They're like, check out this movie, and everybody went fucking My head nuts. fucking exploded. It was so Yeah, badass. dude. The way she fell in the tub. Oh, like, dude. It was just, it was it, intense. I know, man. It was really, really <laughs> intense. And It was man, badass. I was so Shit. glad to be back in the mall. <laughs> like, I really was. But yeah, man, like, I don't know. Those are the top that I think. I mean, I don't mind Halloween. <clears throat> like, I think it's a... I think it's a good movie because it's unique and it does its own thing. I yeah, think it gets yeah, a little yeah. slow in places. Okay. And, and, and I've not seen it. I've not seen it in a while, but... Yeah, I don't know. It just feels like it, it stalls out a little bit. Okay. Um, Evil Dead, like, I own it. Like, you can see it right there on my shelf I need right to buy there. it. I mean, I... I, on, I bought the, like, special edition Target metal steel case <laughs> version, you know, on Blu-ray because yeah. I had to have it. Even though when I saw it in the theater, I was like, this is cool... But they missed the most important element. Some people were turned off by the 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 uh, druggy like heroin user oh. side of it, which kind of was cool. I thought it was a good idea. I don't remember. I, I I just, dude, Evil Dead. When I was a kid, like the first one was the scariest fucking thing. <laughs> the second one was like, oh my god, I'm laughing, but I don't think I should be laughing because this is kind of <laughs> fucked up. But the new Evil Dead it just kind of feels like, man, I don't know. Like, I feel like they missed that, that oh, essence, the essence of it. He did a great, like, cinematography was great. The gore was great. The acting was pretty great. The nerdy guy with the glasses was my favorite character <laughs> yeah. in the whole fucking thing. Because I thought he was going to be the new Ash. I was like, please, be the new Ash. Oh, be man. the new Ash. Be the new Ash. And it was that chick, which apparently they're making another sequel or something. But I, 
I, I've totally blown that, and we would have, could have saved that for a whole other episode. But, yeah, whatever. So what else do we talk about? Oh, so what are some things that you're into in real life? You've told me about this personally. Maybe we should share it with everybody else. What's up? Um, well, we've talked about things that scare us. And yep. one of the only things that scares us is probably ghosts. Yeah, I do a lot of ghost stuff. Uh, not as much lately, but... Uh, um, yeah, I've had some pretty bizarre personal paranormal experiences. And uh, I'm pretty skeptical when it comes to the paranormal. Um, but I've had some weird experiences. I mean, I, I've done some... Uh, I used to have another podcast. Uh, but, or Jack, sorry. Oh, he's a Jack. <laughs> you used to have another podcast, though. Yeah, <laughs> called Miskatonic Paranormal. Uh, we... Um, I've investigated uh, the Queen Mary, the Stanley Hotel, uh, the Birdcage Theater. It's fascinating. Uh, I wish done... I could do that shit. It's it, it's and it's weird because like uh, well not weird but uh, I have some pretty specific uh, uh, views on the paranormal. Right. And and how things are and uh, um, he's I would say and since we've talked about this I would say you're what a pretty much a a pretty big skeptic. You're an open skeptic. Yeah. I mean, I, I there, there's something to it, yeah. but um, you just can't define it. You, you, you got it. I mean, like, I, like I mentioned to you, like uh, I've captured a lot of EVPs, but you know, capturing EVP doesn't prove that the paranormal exists. It doesn't prove that life after death exists. All it proves is that you can capture an EVP. Right. <laughs> I mean, and we don't know if that is because there's God and the devil. Yeah. We don't know if that's because. Emotion leaves a stain in existence. Yeah, yeah. We don't know if that's because, I don't know, maybe sound just stays in a room. You're we right. don't know. You have you have no idea. I mean, like, and I mentioned to you, too, uh, a lot of the paranormal is just people, and, and like, not to just, you know, make the same quote, but a lot of the paranormal is people walking outside, looking at the horizon and saying that the earth is flat. Yeah. You know, they don't, they have the result, but they don't know what's causing it. Right. They just conjecture, and they think they know what's going on, but they really have no fucking clue. Well, what would you say is probably... Okay, so first, tell me what is the, 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 the most haunted place that you've actually done okay. some ghost work at, and then tell me what is the scariest one that you've been to, and maybe like a personal story that wasn't even in, with ghost hunting. I think it was a husband and wife, uh, their four kids, and two friends that were over for the night, so four, five, six, seven, eight... My math sucks. I'm drunk. <laughs> but uh, anyways, somebody was hid in the house overnight. They don't know if they hid in the attic or where they hid, but the guy came out and bludgeoned to death. Everybody's sleeping. Wow. <clears throat> and he used the uh, the blunt end of the axe. Which is weird. Like, if you're going to kill somebody, why, why, why? I don't know. Dude, the blunt. I, I'm not a murderer. I don't <laughs> fucking know. I never killed it anybody. It just makes me confused, though. <laughs> but... Uh, but the th- the other thing too, basically, he killed a bunch of people. He killed a husband and wife, their kids, and then uh, uh, two friends that were staying over the night downstairs. He killed all of them. the The town was so small they they didn't know how to deal with like uh, murder and uh, you know forensics and stuff. Sure. They just left the bodies for a couple of days. The cops did because they just had no idea what they were fucking doing. They were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I know. The guy who runs the place is really cool, and you can rent the place for a couple hundred bucks. And okay. Stay there overnight. So you rented this place? Yeah. Uh, you can sleep in the house if you want, or you can sleep next door in the barn. 
and we didn't really sleep in the house because I didn't have the balls, like, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking horrifying, man. It's the kind of place that, like, you, you're you driving down the street, and you see it, and, like, uh, your dick just shrivels back up into your own Yeah, ass. you're like, yeah, I'm probably not going <laughs> to sleep in that place. <laughs> it's horrifying, man. <laughs> that is the most horrifying experience I've ever had. Oh. Hand, hands down. Well, um, what happened there, that, and uh, what happened in particular that was... Nothing specifically to me. Uh, I had a friend of mine. Oh, 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 let me say this. Okay. The guy who runs that place said uh, he doesn't believe that uh, it's being haunted by the kids or the parents. He thinks something else has been drawn there. Okay. So he said uh, if you want an experience, if you want to get get evidence, you need to push the house because if you push the house, it'll push back. Okay. So like call it out. Yeah. So we so we started out the investigation of uh, – um, being really nice like hey kids we have these toys and let's hang out and stuff and you know and nothing was happening so then we're like you know what fuck it let's just like be vulgar so we spent like an hour and a half being like fuck you you fucking cocksucker fucking ghost although i did before every time we would say like hey this isn't i'm not trying to be be angry towards the the kids or the, the you know the parents right this this is being directed towards the uh evil entity that's that's here these ghost parents were horrified at the the (laughs) shit that you were saying so so really we would like we provoked for like an hour and a half and uh i had a friend of mine that went into the house and uh he got slapped in the face and then had his shirt pulled and then ryan went in and ryan just like ran around the house really fast and he had nothing happen to him and ryan is a uh as as part of the band and and a fire wire that he's in by the way and then uh I didn't go in myself. I didn't want to go in my, my, by myself. I didn't have right. balls. It was fucking horrifying, man. I'm not even joking. Like, literally, like imagine like a, loca- a location or a house that every molecule in your body was telling you like not to go in there. Yeah. Like it's bad. It was bad news. Bad, 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 bad. I got touched on the face twice in the house. Well, how did it feel? Like, what did they do? Well, I, I felt like on the one side of my face, it felt like where well, I was in the attic, because that's where they. Uh, that's one of the more haunted places I think in the in the axe murder house. I think it's the attic, and uh, they think that's where the the killer hid out before he uh, you know killed. I oh, guess. he hid in the house before he. Oh, yeah, okay. they think so. But I felt what felt like uh, a feather or a, a hair on one side of my face run down my cheek and down my neck, and I didn't think it was anything. I just kind of brushed it off. You know, I thought maybe hey, it's just a you know like a a hair on my jacket. And then I walked into the kids' room and sat down on one of the beds, and uh, I felt the same exact thing on the other side of my face. Oh wow! Same thing, and it was, it, it was, it, it didn't feel malicious or weird, but I think it was legit as far as being touched. <clears throat> and the other thing too that happened is, uh, which I mentioned to you before, um, uh, they don't know exactly when the kids were murdered. They think it may have been around two o'clock in the morning or one o'clock in the morning. Okay. But around. Uh, Two thirty or so, or three o'clock, we we smelled what sounded like urine uh, in oh, the God. kids' room, uh, very strong, which sounded like it was literally like a portageon, you know, like all over fresh. the Yeah, fr- like really hardcore, but still, it was fucking bizarre, man. And, and not to mention that we captured audio of like uh, after prov- doing a lot of provoking, we'd go out of the room, or go out of the house to the ne- next door to grab a, like a soda or whatever, and uh, we captured audio of stuff being pushed around and moved around and things it it was it it is the creepiest darkest place i've ever been in my life interesting yeah i mean personally i've never purposefully been to an area 
to ghost hunt with the intention <laughs> to capture something. And it makes you, in my personal opinion, it makes me wonder, like, how many of these, if, if this is legit, okay? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm probably more open than, than Mike is with this stuff or uh, accepting of it because I'm throwing out ideas to try yeah, to capture yeah, yeah. What, what might be real. Um, maybe it's just the imaginative side. I have no idea. But I couldn't, I've never been to a specific situation to look for that, which makes me wonder if all this shit is happening around us. And when you decide to focus your attention on actually looking for it, what will you find? Oh, I hear what you're saying. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Because, yeah. like, it's not like we're just chilling in our house going, you know what? I'm going to capture some ghosts today. <laughs> I'm going to capture this you shit know? with these ghosts. But there could literally be, like, just, like, vo- you know, voices, like EVPs or... Um, you know, that you could capture literally around you. Yeah. Um, maybe I should tell one of my stories. Oh, do it. And what happened with me? Um, well, do it. I'm going to drink some more of this Jack. Oh, please. You, uh... Here you go. <laughs> You're going to need it. Um, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I don't, I think it was about two, three years ago. Okay. In my house. Now. In, in this house or a different house? In this house. Oh, wow. Where we're recording. Okay. This is my house. It's my the way, guys. But. My dog had passed away, but it was shortly thereafter, probably like a month or two after, and me and my girlfriend walked through the front door. We had gone out to get some soda or something like that to bring back to the house, and and I remember that we had gotten up very early that day. So we got up at like 9 or 10, and then we left and came back at like noon. We walk in the front door, we walk into the living room, and I... In the back of my head, I heard something, somebody talking, and it sounded like a regular conversation huh. that someone would be having if they were just sitting in the house weird. talking. That's weird. Like, very clear. Huh. And so, in my mind, I kept thinking to myself, okay, um, I'm probably just hearing, like, a TV, or I just wrote it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, makes, which is why I say, like, how many things do we write off? I know. Like, we don't yeah, know. Yeah. Um, but then, Christina... My girlfriend, she was like, did you hear that? And I was like, yeah, I did hear that. Because like, I was like trying to brush it off. Yeah. But when she confirmed it, then I was like, okay, yeah, I wasn't the only one that heard that. And so she said, I felt like somebody was talking. I, I swear to God, I heard someone talking. Did, did, it, did it sound like it was actually like physically in the room? Yes, acoustic? it sounded oh, okay. like there was somebody in that same okay. room that we were just... Wow. And and I'm not saying that, like, our, our house is, like, made in the 70s, you know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. like, old. But it... I mean, yeah, there's vents, and we're really close to our neighbors and shit, but there, yeah. there would have been a muffle of no. some sort. No, I, I hear you. And yeah, it yeah. totally sounded like someone was in the room. Oh. Enough that we actually searched, and we went room to room with Locked me in, in front, leading the way to find somebody in our house. And we literally searched everywhere in the house. We went in the closet and all this other shit. And wow. lo and behold, nothing. So, okay, so that's kind of freaky, right? That's a little freaky. Well, it's, so, it's, it's interesting regardless. Yeah, I mean, I just I was just like, you know, I at least have to check it out because it sounded so real. Oh, I know. Dude, so yeah. I started thinking it was a big joke. Yeah. I, I was like making fun of it. You know, and I was like, oh, Christina's crazy, you know, and I sta- and I stood in the hallway in the center of the house and I was like, come at me, ghost. Come at me. She got pissed. <coughs> she got really pissed at me oh, for that. Really? Oh, man, dude. She was like, 
what the fuck are you doing? Don't don't tempt that shit. Like, don't try to bring it out. And I was like, oh, come on. And nothing's going to happen. <laughs> and this is at like two o'clock or whatever. Oh. It was later in the day and yeah. I was making jokes about it. <laughs> probably because somewhere deep down it probably freaked me out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I go to bed later that night. And I can't remember when, but I, I think she was in bed first. And I went to bed. And I had this crazy dream. And I used to have a very similar dream. It wasn't identical, but okay. it was very similar. Okay. Where I would befriend demons. Oh, okay. You re- if you remember me telling you this. Yeah. So I was befriending demons. And these guys were just regular guys, you know, but they were like demons. So I was trying to be like cool with them so they wouldn't fucking murder me <laughs> in my dream, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to get the fuck out of here as soon as they th- they trust me. <laughs> and uh, And then I remember getting really freaked out in the dream and I woke up in a panic. And I was like sweaty and shaky and freaked out. And then I woke up and that's when I heard something slapping the bed over and over for over a minute. That's weird. My first reaction, and a lot of people will say, oh, you just had sleep paralysis or whatever. (laughs) And maybe I did. I don't I don't think I did because I was moving my arms. So Uh, I don't know if there's like a sleep paralysis that you can move. I mean, it's it's possible, but. If you could move and do stuff, I mean... I would think it's not, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's not categorically yeah. uh, sleep paralysis. Yeah. So, I mean, granted, I had never been that scared in my entire life. Wow. Because I was, one, coming up from a dream that already puts you in a panic. <laughs> and then something was slapping the end of my bed. And I was, like, panicked. I really didn't know what to do. So I reached over and immediately touched Christina and was like, Christina, Christina, wake the fuck up. Or something fucking slapping the bed. Do you fucking hear that? And it was still slapping the bed as I was saying that to her. And when she came to, she heard it, like, you know, three or four more times. Wow. So she physically heard it? She heard it, too. That's crazy. And she attributed it to the cat, which just so happened to be at the end of the bed. But... To put a little context into how loud and powerful this pounding on my bed was at the foot of my bed, yeah, it sounded like I was somebody was like literally throwing something heavy at the bed, like someone was patting the bed like with force. That's like crazy. Really, dude. like, hey, wow. wake up, kind of attitude. But huh. it was rhythmic, and it wasn't like, and and that's in this house we're in right now. Yeah, it's in this house. Fuck, we're gonna need to do some fucking EVP <laughs> shit in here, dude. Dude, <laughs> and I I posted this online. Some people made fun of me. No, and, fuck them, dude. You know, like, and maybe they're right. I don't know. It could have been the cat. Well, but I doubt it because if if I threw my cat at the bed, I might be sixty to seventy five percent of the power that this was hitting my bed. Yeah, and I remember reaching over to my phone to look, and it's it was like a movie. Like I reached over Shit. and I turned on the light and I shined it at the wall, and then I slowly looked at the bottom, <laughs> and I was so <laughs> petrified to look what what was because I knew something was there. Dude, and you know what too? Uh, Ryan had the same kind of experience. Yeah. Uh, not not with slapping on the bed, but uh, he felt like uh, when he was younger, someone was sitting on the edge of his bed. So that, that, I've heard people say that too. That, that's his early paranormal experience of, of of him waking up and and having the indent on the bed when someone's sitting there. Oh, he saw it, the indent. Well, he, yeah, I don't know if he saw it, but I know he felt it. And uh, but but I'm just bringing it up. Cause no, it's, yeah, no. It's very similar. I had a skeptic friend who never believed in any, any of that shit at all. And one day he was at my friend's house and saw something. He saw the cushion depress. Wow. Like as if someone sat on it. That's crazy. And he was in such a panic 
And I remember how he used to make fun of me for thinking that some of this shit might be real. Wow. I was young, but he was really freaked out. And he became a believer instantly overnight. I guess that's like some of our stories here, guys. I know that we've been talking yeah. for quite a while. But, Mike, I think I think this is fun, man. I, think I know. It's, it's, it's really clicking. I mean, uh, yeah, I want to do more. Yeah, man. This is awesome. But... So guys, we're I think we're gonna try to we've we've just talked about what we're gonna do. We really don't know. We don't even know the name. We're probably gonna add it in to the beginning of this episode before it's even actually official. <laughs> so we, we don't even know. But we're we're thinking about putting in some news. We're talking about like picking a theme for each one and just kind of going with it. We're just kinda off the top, off the cuff. Yeah, we just wanna have fun. Yeah, it's like uh <clears throat> I just know like I uh watch a lot of horror, I watch a lot of sci fi. Right. Oh, and oh, I have an, oh, we'll have to talk about this off uh, once we're off the air. <laughs> I have another idea for another show or the another episode because um, I uh, I have a lot of ideas. I mentioned it earlier. I have a lot of ideas that I'm working on for new projects. Oh yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Uh, I want to discuss. It might be cool to openly discuss. Sure. Because you know, um, I don't know where to go with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. No. I no need, I'm down. I need That'd be a good segment that we could do in there. Yeah. But no, it's awesome, dude. It's, it's Creative uh, Corner or whatever. <laughs> Horror Corner. <laughs> but no, it's been awesome, man. It's been really cool. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm really excited about this, guys. If you guys, uh, well, you probably won't even hear this part, but we're going to have a name by the end of this. Yeah. And so it'll be at the beginning of this episode, so you won't even know. <laughs> and I don't know why I'm telling you this. So, <laughs> But we're drunk, and uh, thank you. If you're listening, like, seriously, um, if you're a fan of horror and you just like horror and you can relate to anything that we said or have questions about anything we said let us know in some way share it no for sure man so but yeah Mike awesome I'll see you uh, next time Special second episode of Beyond the Fate.